Coming up on today's show, you've seen the hype video. We have charismatic Chris Farrow here. We discuss the Cruiserweight Championship, getting started in CCW, one of his favorite wrestlers of all time, and more on this 83rd episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show. This is the Daily Wrestling News for April 23rd, 2021. We are powered by the Eastern Observer. My name is Ryan Joy, and I'm coming to you live from the Minister Beltine Studios on the beautiful Treasure Coast of the Sunshine State. And I'm joined, as mentioned, by charismatic Chris Farrow. How are you doing, Chris? Doing fine. Good morning. How are you doing? Great, great. Well, welcome to the show. I'm ex- excited to have you here, and uh, I'm excited to have this, the CCW Cruiserweight Championship here as well. So... Uh, and Chris, you're you're calling in from uh, from the gym where you have been just recently got off work and and you got a little bit of shut eye and then you're back here to get a pump in before the show tonight, right? Yeah, I took a Red Bull. <laughs> well, I guess I want to start the show. Just you know, tell us how does it feel to be cruiserweight champion? Um. Look, I know this sounds weird, but it's like it's still kind of hard to soak in. Like, whoa! Like, I literally achieved a childhood dream. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure everybody had a dream to be like a champion and whatnot. My literal dream was to be like a cruiserweight champion, though. So, I definitely did that. And you did. Like- and you know, so tell us about the tournament, though, because. This was not like a normal, like, you know, eight-person tournament that you see on, you know, TV or whatever. This is a big tournament. Right, man. Well, when you work hard like me, you know, you make it you make it happen. So I ended up being the last four, ended up beating two guys in one night, did mm-hmm. my thing, became the first ever cruiserweight champion. Yeah, 64 people though. I mean, that's a that's a crazy field. <laughs> I don't think people. Uh, I don't think a lot of people when they think of tournaments, they don't think of sixty-four people. That's crazy. How did you get down to the final four? Like, wh- how many matches did you have to work to get there? Oh, um, I don't even remember. It's about like six matches I had to go through. Yeah, <laughs> that's a crazy. Same night, I had to wrestle Mr. C, and I had the privilege to wrestle uh, Alan S. Two S. Martinez. He's a you know name in chili so mm-hmm. he was really easy to work with so was uh mr c and uh you know those, those guys were really giving it to me too my jaw was hurting it was hurting a lot after that but um you know i did my thing and i you know we all know what you know we already know was the result of everything that happened that night so yeah you mentioned this mr c i think uh Nelio was on the show monday and he was telling us that uh Mr. C had to cut some weight to get into the tournament to begin with, but by the time he got to that match with you, he was uh, a little bit uh, sized up. So uh, that that must have been tough. I mean, you weren't working against all, just cruiserweights in the cruiserweight tournament at that point. Met him before that. I've never met him. Uh, I met him that same night. Uh, pretty cool guy. You know what I'm saying? Super easy to work with as well. Um, but yeah, man, he hits hard. Like, oh my God, my jaw was, <laughs> my jaw felt loose, bro. After <laughs> the whole night. But like I said, when it's all said and done though, you know, you got it. <laughs> and, um, 
That was tough. Yeah, I mean, I was there. I was there in the Boca Black Black Box when uh, to see you win it. So, I mean, awesome. <laughs> so, uh, so what do you plan to do to make your run as champion as memorable? Uh, I guess to both you and all the fans that are watching CCW. You're the first champ, so how are you going to make that first title run memorable? Well, it's already memorable because I am the first ever cruiserweight champion. But um, I'm just going to continue doing what I'm doing, what I've been known to do. Just work hard, uh, go to the gym every single day like I usually do. Uh, come to training on time or earlier every single week like I usually do. Uh, uh, I just need to switch my schedule up to make more time for the shows. So then I can really show out and show people who's a real Cruiserweight champion. You know? Yeah, man, that's you. And in, in, uh, in WWE, when uh, when TJP won the Cruiserweight tournament, he only had like a 30-day run as champion because uh, one of your favorites took that title from him. You know, look, I even have a, a card here. It's Mr. Brian Kendrick. Yes. <laughs> he, uh, he took that title for him. TJP only had like a 30-day reign. So uh, I guess I heard you talk about Brian Kendrick as one of your favorites on the Paradox pod. So... I guess if he were here right now, what would you say to him? Uh, he might be looking at that cruiserweight uh, title and salivating. <laughs> uh, I would tell him, come get it. I have been talking to Paul London, actually. Paul London, uh, Brian Kendrick, uh, top five favorite tag teams of, of all time. Uh, I've been talking to Paul London as well lately. And um, I, I would like to be under Brian Kendrick as a, you know, he can train me. That would be pretty nice. Uh, that's one of my that's one of my favorite wrestlers ever. I grew up watching from uh, his time as being known as Spanky to uh, you know being a tag team with Paul London. He was one he was the longest reigning tag team champion, you know during his time before the New Day did it. Way like what eight years nine years later or something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I would like to work under him, like, you know, maybe pick his brain. He could teach me what he knows because um, I look at him like he's about my size, maybe. So um, that's why I kind of grew uh, more to wrestlers like him and Paul London. Yeah, my understanding actually right now is that um, he, Brian Kendrick, is no longer like active on the roster. And he's actually what he's doing is producing and coaching and stuff. So. Uh, so all you gotta do is just make it there, man. But <laughs> you'll be working under him. So. I am. So you got this. Um, so you have a title defense tonight. It's your first title defense, right? And it's against Stefan Rivers. So what's, give us the scouting report. What's going on with him? Um, I don't know. Just another guy looking for a shot. I don't know. But I'm <laughs> gonna train tonight, and I am gonna walk out cruiserweight champion. And I did mess up my foot recently but i'm walking again and i will make it tonight and successfully defend my title yeah i saw your uh you people can go to chris's instagram and look at his stories and you can see him mess up that foot pretty good um but you seem to be you know before the show you got up and walked away it seemed like you were fine now so i guess the icing routine worked yeah hot water epsom salt red bull <laughs> yeah man. you do what you got to do to get get ready for the ring right yeah so uh, tell us how you got you first got involved with CCW. Oh man, so I was working at Publix, man. Like I wasn't making no type of money. Like 
I wanted to pursue professional wrestling because I figured, like, my skateboarding career, whatever I had going on with skateboarding, I just really figured, like, you know, I'm getting older. This is not working. It's not bringing in income. It's just making me, you know, it's just making me popular, but mm-hmm. it's bringing in income. It wasn't bringing in moves for me to make income. So I was like, man, I got to figure out something else to do because I'm I'm ultra athletic and I'm smart and whatnot. And like, um, I stopped watching wrestling for years. It wasn't because what you know how people say, oh, I start watching wrestling because X, Y, and Z. No, I just got so caught up in other things. Like, I'm trying to make it with the skateboarding thing. I'm constantly trying to film this and et cetera. So I was like, you know, I was working at Publix and uh, what happened? Like, I was like, you know what? I, I'm tired of this job. I'm tired of working all these jobs. I, I work so many jobs, you name it. And um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to wrestling school. I want to go train to be a wrestler. So, um uh, what was it? It was like July 2019. I started to train, but like I said, I was working at Publix, so I wasn't making. I was only making like 10.50 an hour, 10.25 an hour, and I was barely getting any hours. But uh, I had the privilege. Uh, shout out to Pablo. I had a privilege. Uh, he let me train there for like three months for for like free. But he was like, you know, I got to start bringing in some income. You know, this it's not going to be free forever. So. I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to take time off. And when I I got a better job, I started making more money than uh, that March. I came back. I gave him $500 straight cash. Here, take it straight down cash. And uh, that was my deposit. And since then, I've been there every single week. So that's interesting. So, you know, July 2019 is only, I mean, that's less than two years ago. So less in less than two years, you started training and took a break. And then came back and got to where you are now with the with the cruiserweight championship over your shoulder. So that's pretty quick, don't you think? Yeah, but when you work hard and um, you know, not to sound cliche, but when you work hard, you never give up and you know, you get what you deserve. I got yeah. what I deserve. There you go. So, so what's next though? I mean, so you're the cruiserweight champion. You're gonna have a long run. Nobody's gonna ever take that belt from you. We we know that. That's established, right? <laughs> But uh, you're gonna be a you're gonna be a belt collector. You're gonna go after the tag titles, the heavyweight championship. What's up? What's up next? Actually, um, if if possible, I would love to be a uh, a double belt holder. Uh, I would love to be a uh, tag team. Uh, I got Javon, Javon uh, McNabb. That's like my little bro. You know, when I started training, like when I came back in last mm-hmm. year March. He was already there. That kid's only like 16 years old. He bumps like a grown man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he can go. That's uh me and him have really good chemistry together. I like wrestling him and being a tag team with him. So um my next goal would either be uh hopefully I'm not reaching, but Southeastern Championship. I did have a title match for that with Bugs. I really like that match. Shout out to Bugs Moran. Um, but I would love to be tag team champions with uh Javon. He, his name is a uh, zero gravity ring. Okay. The uh, the just a couple of a uh, couple of comments coming in here from the from the viewers. You know, Travis, who's one of the hosts of the show, he's talking about your cruiserweight championship was you know like the NCAA tournament. And uh, Chris Thrasher from the Paradox Pod, who we've already already referenced as a 
given me a little insight into into you before we got here. They're going to be in the house, as will I. We'll be in the house to watch. Uh, watch your shout out to Chris Thasher. Shout out to Joe, Joseph Anthony. Shout out to them boys because they gave me like my first real interview as well. So. Yeah, and at the time, at the time, your name was uh, Bruce Leroy, right? You weren't Chris Farrow. What what uh what was the evolution to go? Chris Farrow is your real name, right? Yes, my actual name. A lot of people thinking my name is fake or something. I don't understand that. I must have, you know, it's a cool name, so you know. <laughs> so I was told in high school by this girl. She was like, "Oh, your name sounds like it's gonna be famous." She used to write my name a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, there. Well, you know. Stay tuned, folks. You know, he's, he's got the uh, Cruiserweight Championship. Jackal Stevens, better watch out. It sounds like you're going for the Southeastern Championship. So. Cool. He's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I think I did see that. You had that match with Bugs Moran at Bash at the Brew. He was the Southeastern champ at the time. So, um, Easy. yeah, but he got you there, though. So Yeah, he did, man. I was, oh, boy, like. I almost had him with that that roll up in man. I can't wait for that video to come out. It still has to come out, but I can't wait for that match to come out. I'm still like, I'm asking like, hey, can I see that match? Like, I think I did pretty good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I, I got a bunch of pictures from that match. I'll have to send them to you afterwards. But uh, thank you. <laughs> so, so you know, I, I always think about this. You know, wrestling is it always feels like it's sort of like a niche audience. Um, so I'm wondering, like, what did your friends and family think when you started training, or when you first announced, "Hey, this is what I want to do"? My friends were all for it, like my closest, closest friends. But um, there were people like really like getting at me, like, like people, people that I used to be friends with and stuff. Oh, you're small. You're not gonna do that. You can't do that. Like I have like text message proof of like a lot of this stuff. And it's like. Ah, look at me now. Like I remember you guys <laughs> I remember I remember you guys said this and that about wrestling. And look at me now. You know, like yeah. dude, I'm I grew because I, I go I'm going to the gym and whatnot, but I'm so relatively small. And but you know, like look at me now. Like those same people were hating on me, telling me, man, you're not gonna make it. Why you wanna do that? I'm like, I'm a warrior. <laughs> so did you i mean you're you're a small guy right you're under the 200 pound limit but well under it right but i guess when you were when you started to you know train to become a wrestler did you hit the gym harder and like are you are you bigger now than you were then yeah i'm bigger now than i was then um always been athletic always been toned always had some type of muscles on me but um since i started wrestling uh i started wrestling at uh, i was 144 pounds now I'm I'm like 158 or around 160 because I took creatine. Shout out to uh first of all shout out to Bo Tavian. He has a nutrition shop in Coral Springs. Uh, all at him. Uh, he gave me creatine uh stuff. Uh, I drank a lot of a lot of protein every single day. I have like two to three cans of protein every single day. I still skateboarded uh just to uh you know maintain you know maintain like a certain you know, uh, physique, like, right? like my body shape or whatever. I don't know. I can't really explain it, but, uh, still skated, I guess for cardio, I would say. Um, and, uh, I've been eating a lot, a lot. I eat everything that comes my way. <laughs> well, 
that'll definitely uh, put the pounds up. But but I mean, if you put on 15, 16 pounds of muscle, that's a that's a big deal, right? I mean, that's that's body changing right there, right? So yeah, I hit literally almost every day. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So you've mentioned skateboarding a bunch of times already, and you have a pretty strong following there, I guess. But what are you showing us there? You got a scar or something or a tattoo? Tattoo. Keep oh, yeah. Have you found that that skateboarding audience is crossover at all? Have you found that they, you know, some of them are like, oh, man, you're wrestling now and stuff I like that? Lot, like I get asked, oh, uh, dude, you need to incorporate skateboarding into wrestling and it's not that it's hard to do it just like it's kind of like how am i going to do that because my gear then i'm wearing like my wrestling shoes under my gear and i've skated my wrestling shoes before and it's actually pretty nice but it's like i want to be a real skateboarder when i come to the ring i want to do like a kick flip on the way you know? <laughs> yep yep like i want to i, I want to really like show off maybe switch 360 on the way to the ring but um you know, Darby Allen's doing it. Shout out to Darby Allen too. He says he likes my videos. So he's nice. really Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, I somehow I gotta try to incorporate skateboarding into uh professional wrestling, like somehow, and I think it really would work. To be honest. Well, I, think work. I mean, do me a favor and don't uh put a bunch of tacks and stuff underneath your skateboard and then skate on somebody like uh like Darby did to Ricky Starks that looked nasty. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thought that actually, uh, only reason I saw that uh, it happened, somebody Thrasher Magazine posted it on their Instagram. Thrasher Magazine, shout out to Thrasher. Uh, it's, it's the biggest skateboard magazine in all of skateboarding. It's it's the Bible, it's the skate Bible. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Thrasher's life. And they shouted that out, so that's that's pretty cool. They put a little wrestling connection there, so I guess there is some crossover. I love skateboarding. <laughs> You mentioned you mentioned your gear just briefly a few seconds ago. I actually have a. Um, you were talking more about your shoes and stuff, but I have a picture uh, here of your gear. It's pretty flashy, man. Do you have uh, somebody that helped you with the design work on it, or is it a? No, I came up with the design myself. But uh, shout out to Break Night. Uh, he he does gear for uh, people that's in AEW currently. Um, he's done he's done a bunch of gear for. Uh, pretty popular wrestlers. Um, I can't remember all of them, but I know I think he's done Jake St. Patrick's gear. I think uh, I forgot who else, but he's done a lot of people's gear that's on AEW right now, actually. And um, I came up with this with the design. I had to FaceTime him to to specifically tell him how I wanted because I'm not not too much of a texting person, honestly. I'm like mm -hmm. a calling person, so. I had a FaceTime. He's all in Detroit as well, so it took me a while to even get my stuff. To convey but, your message, yeah. I mean, yeah. so what kind of? I mean, are there design elements in here that are that we should note that mean anything? Like, like any of the colors or anything like that? Are they have meaning for you? Or yeah, it's based off Buzz Lightyear, kind of. Oh yeah, sure it is. Absolutely. Now that you say that, for sure. <laughs> like. You know, um, it's a saying like at CCW's like Pablo is always like, don't wear red, don't wear black, uh, blue. So I was like, okay, what's the color that stands out that nobody's really wearing? You know, Jake St. Patrick wears green, Bo wears blue. It's a couple guys that wear red and black already. So I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, green is already my favorite color. So, okay, I'm like, 
let me do green and purple and do and you know i do like buzz lightyear then i'm a high flyer so i'm like infinity and beyond you know and then yeah. you know i had the 954 in there because of broward county you know yeah that always gets you a big pop when they introduce you from broward county too yeah i gotta rep my 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 you know my city bro like my county even though you know what i'm saying you're gonna have haters everywhere you go but i love my city i love my county. I, well, I tell you, every every four years or so, your county gets a lot of press. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. Um, <laughs> so I have a couple of, uh, or I have, yeah, I have, I have one that kind of interesting question for you about wrestling in general, um, and I ask it to everybody. So I'm, I'm curious to hear what your answer is. But in wrestling, there's lots of stereotypes, lots of stigmas and stuff. So can you identify a stereotype or stigma about pro wrestling that the world needs to drop? It's not true. Okay. You know, people always say, you know, you, you know, wrestling's fake and whatnot, whatnot. But I mean, I mean, I end up having guys blood on my hands. That wasn't mine. I, I mean, you can look at my foot right now. It's pretty swollen. Um, you know, um, people really do get hurt in the ring. Uh, people are like, oh, you know, it's fake and blah, blah, blah. Well, step into the ring. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I always have this argument with certain people that's always like, oh, I used to watch wrestling when The Rock. And you ain't never watched wrestling. You was never a fan. People always talk about, oh, I used to watch wrestling when it was real. No, you because there's so many great athletes in wrestling. Like, how, like, you only watch WWE. That's all you know. You know what I mean? Like people always say stuff like that. It really like, it really hits me because it's like, yo, I'm really doing this right now. I'm really trying to make it there. So imagine what happens when I make it there. What you gonna say then? Yeah, you know? there you go. So is the uh, is fake? Is that like the worst? That's like a, a bigger. <laughs> you know, I watched that Young Rock show recently, and uh, oh, <laughs> that one kid in high school said said it was fake, and man, he punched him right out. Is it like the somebody telling you to f off? <laughs> you know, it's like the same. <laughs> It's a legitimate, it's a combat, it's still a combat sport in a right. sense, you know what I'm saying? And, like, you you work hard for things like this, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I they didn't just, oh, you know, we're going to give you this belt. No, I, I, I've I been in the gym every single week. I'm at training on time every single week or earlier. And, um, you know, I, I show up. I show up. I do my job. Whatever they ask me to do, I do it. No questions asked. You know, you got to be coachable as well when it comes to wrestling, bro. They always say stuff like that, you know. So I, I try to be as coachable as possible when it comes to wrestling. Because I want to make it. I want to make it out of Broward County, dude. Like, it's, you know, it's time to do big things, bro. You love it, but you want to but you, but you you grow out of it, right? Yeah. 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 I want to do a lot of cool things in wrestling, man. Like, I'm. it's just time to move on from, from everything, skateboarding, the, this you know i love broward county but i'm gonna have to move on from it eventually you know what i'm saying i'm always repping but you know my, my biggest dream is to make it in, in wrestling and travel around the world i don't plan on staying here for long well south florida get chris farrell right now while you can because he is planning to do to move on and do big things uh chris what are some of the uh wrestling that you, that you watch on television do you watch any of it these days no i just watch youtube all day I keep up with like wrestling news. Shout out Slap Rock. Shout out to uh, WrestleMania. 
You know, I, I like those. Uh, I, I watch wrestling news, but uh, I watch old matches. Like I watch ruthless aggression. I watch. Uh, I watch a lot of old TNA matches because uh, I'm not like when I watch wrestling. I like to watch wrestling for the for the um, psychology because like I'm trying to I'm trying to figure how you know how these guys work, how they sell, how they react to certain moves, how how they execute certain moves. I don't just watch it because, oh, this is a great match or because I I'm trying to learn and see what, what I can use for myself that will work good for me. Gotcha. Well, there is a battle going on at NXT right now, and I'm asking everybody that comes on the show how you are landing on this. Now, I think you can answer the question even if you are not current, but um, there's a huge feud going on. It's a feud as old as time. Um, Pharaoh, are you a dog person or a cat person? Because that is the feud that's going on right now at NXT. Uh, I like, I'm going to be real with you, I like both. Because my friend who I, who I live with, who I room with, he has both. Um, This is crazy. Cats and dogs living together? What, what's going on here? <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know. It's a very integrated uh, area I live in. <laughs> <laughs> um, oof, I think, uh, I think I'm a... Uh, I think I'm a cat person. All right. You're with Io Shirai. Frankie Monet will have to. Uh... I, like, I like watching her. I don't watch, I, I, like I said, I don't watch, I honestly don't watch much WWE. I just keep up with the news, but uh, I've seen her. I like her. I like Io Shirai. Oh, I've talked to Robert Stone a couple of times speaking of NXT. He's super cool. He's really oh, yeah. cool. I think I saw a picture somewhere of you and him. It might have been on Facebook or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I've met him like like five or six times. He's really cool. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, um, I'm going to tell some people about some things that they can check out. Mm -hmm. um, that other projects that I'm on, partners and stuff. When I come back, though, I want you to tell everybody where they can get in touch with you and everything. And then I have a, a big announcement coming up. So, um, so stay tuned for just two seconds, folks. Um, check out the primetime rundown every 6 p every Friday at 6 p.m. Join Joey Zarzanka, Ian Schreier, and Rob DeLuca Friday nights for the primetime rundown. They take you through the world of sports. The show kicks off at 6 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And then the Essential Wrestling Podcast, join uh, Al Carl hosts that along with me and John Smith and John DeConi, Gary Maheffi. It's a we do our week of updates and highlights in the world of wrestling. Coverage begins at 6 p.m. every Tuesday. It can be your lead in and lead into a live wrestling on CCW's YouTube. So check that out. And the Daily Wrestling News Show. We're typically only here Monday through Thursday. We've got this special interview with Chris today, so it makes us uh, go. We're we're here live on Friday. And Chris, it's that time. Tell us, tell us where people can find you on social media and. And everything. Uh, I'm more active on Instagram. My Instagram is Chris Farrow. That's first name, last name, then 954. Shout out to Broward. So that's all together. So Chris Farrow 954 is my Instagram. Also, my YouTube, I started uploading content again. Uh, I just didn't have uh, much passion to do it. But uh, I got so much stuff coming out uh, that I haven't even uploaded on YouTube yet. Uh, I'm just, I like to edit. I have a bunch of stuff that I'm working on that I haven't put up yet. Uh, I do have a Facebook fan page. You can go ahead and like it. It's Chris Farrow dash page. Or uh, you can just search Chris Farrow 954. You'll find my fan page. Please like yes. it. 
And of course, you know, look for look for Chris to come out. He's you know he's got a match with Bugs Moran. We hope maybe hits a live sometime soon or something like that. That was pretty cool. He's you know cool to work. And check Chris out tonight. If you're live, if you're down here in South Florida, do go check out Chris tonight as he makes his uh, first title defense against Stefan Rivers. Try me a river. <laughs> That's what he'll be doing when uh, when the match is over, right? Yeah, so. man. All right. Well, as we close up here, um, Chris, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. I do have one. Uh, announcement here. I'm going to play it in video as we close out the show. So, uh, Chris, anything else you want to say before uh, before I close it out? Do whatever you want to do and achieve all your dreams. And you know, I'm, I can't curse on here, but you know, <laughs> get what everybody got to say, man. Keep going, dude. Like everybody's going to like hurt you and say things that's going to hurt you, but you got to keep going. You got to be tough because at the end of the day, you're by yourself. And greater things are ahead of you if you're watching this. Well said, man. I will cut that into a clip and we'll push that out everywhere. There's uh, some inspiration from Chris Farrow this morning. True story. All right. For Chris, I am Ryan. And as we leave the show today, here's your coming up, something coming up on Monday's Daily Wrestling News Show. So stay tuned. <laughs>